So we should be live on Facebook. So if you go on your computer, you should be able to share this to your personal profile. Now, what might happen is it might show you uh, that it's going to share it to your page. So just click on that setting and change it to your personal profile. Right. See, that's what was, let's see. You see what I'm saying? It The default setting might be showing you your page. But if you click that bar, it'll come down and you'd be able to select your timeline. And then see? you'll be able to share it to your timeline. Ah, that's what I should have been clicking the whole time. So now <laughs> just type in there live with Pat Hilton, uh, Craig Jackson background part two or whatever, and then you'll be good to go. Yeah. So word. all of this shit is a process, you know what I mean? And it's like, that's part of the reason why I like being on the actual show with people because it's just, it helps everybody learn it as they go. Absolutely. Dude. It's, everyone you know thinks I mean? it's real easy until they actually have to do it. <laughs> yep. Yes. My, myself included. Like I, I still make tons of mistakes. No, and I get it, brother. It'll no, always I know, be. That I know way. you. I know what you mean. You're exactly right. Like I mean, it is a process, but each time it's like just teaching us. Like we're building, we're building the engine here, so to speak. And well, right. once we get once we get the engine in place and we actually know what all parts do, it's going to be easy to build the second one. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Um, so I'm updating that manually here. On the page, so boom, boom. So is this episode four? Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, technically, yeah, it's episode four. Or is this three as far as the new stuff? Because we didn't load the other one, right? So this this is four. Yeah, it's four because episode yeah. the 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 Craig Jackson background one was episode three. So this is four. And then I shared it to my timeline too. So you see how that works now with, yep. with sharing it to your timeline. Um, so people should be able to uh, log on here in a minute and uh, rock with us. So if you guys are watching, we're just uh, figuring stuff out. You know, this stuff takes work, um, especially with, uh, I mean, Craig is a, is a Facebook user and an Instagram user and stuff, but we're trying to show, you know, obviously I'm interactive with the shows that I do. So I want to make sure that uh, the people I'm working with understand the back end of how to share this to their pages and all this kind of stuff. Pages are different than profiles. And we've got this YouTube restream thing that we use too. Um, so it's a whole bunch of work and it's, it's, it's educational for everybody at the same time as it is, um, you know, content. So we hope you, uh, we hope you love it because we love you. And uh, I'm going to drop in the song and we'll go from there and we'll uh, start back up with where you were talking about getting into real estate after uh, you gave us some background on last episode. Nice, brother. Thank you so much, Pat. Yeah. The Craig Jackson Show. Real people, real business, real estate. The Craig Jackson Show. Real people, real business, real estate. The Craig Jackson Show. Real people, real business, real estate. The Craig Jackson Show. Real people, real business, real estate. It's hot. It's getting hot in here, baby. I love it. Welcome to the Craig Jackson Show, friends. I am Pat Hilton. Of course, your main man, Craig Jackson's online. 
What's, What's up, up brother? Hey, so, hey, can you hear me good? Because yeah. um, I don't even have the mic on. Is it good? Or it do sounds you think fine it... to me. I can't tell the difference. Okay. You're good. Okay. I Just... felt like, remember last time the feedback? Let me go ahead and get that on. Sorry. Yeah, it's all good, I... dude. Take your time. I mean, we're having fun. Like I said, I mean, this stuff is fun. It's, it is. It's a blast. It's like we, we learn as we go. It's a good time. Um, there's, And it grows as it grows. It takes time. I mean, most of these people, I just saw Steve Trang posted something about when he first got his podcast started. I mean, Gary V said it this morning. Everybody starts at zero followers. Yep. Everybody starts <laughs> at zero followers. So, I mean, we, we'll build this thing from the ground up. I mean, there's going to be people that love us and there's going to be people that, you know, their thing is something else and that's okay. Um, that's right, brother. So, I, I, um, building from the ground up, I'm very familiar with that's Yeah. Really yeah. And that's what I wanted to jump right into too, is that we talked about that from the last episode, you know, kind of building your business from absolutely nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, you do you know, remember where we stopped off tough and from a situation that was tough? And um, why don't you uh, tell people, I know you said you met Tiffany, you got um, just recently got full custody of the girls. I mean, how did real estate play into all of this eventually? We never really got into talking about you doing deals in real estate, because yes, I know sir. that that's probably where there was a big transition for you, at least money wise. Oh, absolutely. So, and just to clarify, yeah, the custody was three and a half years ago. Um, so, uh, but yeah. So kind of getting, I, I feel like that's kind of where we left off. And then you were asking me a question and unfortunately my equipment died. So, so it happens. well, that was an hour and 40 minutes or something. And we thought, well, let's just, let's just break this up into two segments. Right. So basically, um, let's see. So, you know, I told you, you know, about the starting the business when I was about 19, that was the flooring. Uh, that's kind of, I dropped out about 16, started doing, uh, working for a girl that I knew's uncle, worked a couple of years, kind of started my flooring company off a newspaper ad or a thrifty nickel ad. Mm -hmm. um, and then I think we talked about that transitioning from uh, some fire and water remedia remediation and restoration work for Serpro. And um, then I kind of advanced over to Creative Floors and Remodel. And that's where we were doing just a bunch of that stuff for Serpro. Then... Um, you know, I just started, so I think that's kind of where we, we left off. Yep. And, uh, so I just kind of, I started, uh, you know, bidding some commercial jobs just off either referrals or, you know, from the website content that I was out there, you know, promoting or, um, SEO, different things. Cause I was always paying, you know, and growing, uh, on, on the internet side of things as well. And, um, you know, I started, ended up basically on some email list and then I would bid jobs and, you know, I would get, you know, very minimal at first, but you just have to start somewhere. Uh, just an FYI, they said they received the deed. So, uh, that's good news. I just awesome. got that. Awesome. Oh, uh, closing so, deals uh, as we speak, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be, that'll be funded here soon. Um, so, um, basically just kept kind of, you know, my, my, my thought process process was, and that's what really hurt me. That's why I like, I'm a real big advocate of definitely, you know, 
there's a lot of crap out here as far as mentors and gurus and all that. And I understand that uh, very well. You know, I've been through some of that myself, but I'm a very big advocate. Like I heard you guys talking earlier and Quint was like, you know, basically you do cut out a lot of the unknowns, but then there's the balance of that scale and, and it's everything that, that that mistake teaches you, right? So it's kind of a it's kind of a gray area, if you will, but I still if I had to <laughs> if I had to do it over again, I'd find me somebody that was really crushing it and at least ask a bunch of questions. I you know, the internet wasn't a thing, you know, it was barely starting to be MySpace in my mid twenties. Right. Uh, early twenties. So when I started a business, it was just me and, you know, I, I knew it all and I'd be rich in a year and, and right. I didn't have it. Of course. You know I mean? and, and that's how we all think, right? <laughs> yes, sir. I was just in further debt in a year. Um, so <clears throat> let me, let me, let me catch up here. Um, so basically, uh, bidding the commercial jobs, you know, there's a whole ton of, different scale of things you're going to look at that is not in the residential realm and just being transparent and honest you just if you if you haven't done those type jobs you're missing stuff uh you're missing stuff on the bids and then you know on top of that um you know my my mindset was unfortunately okay bid it you know as as, as best quality with the cheapest price i can to get my foot in the door right and then my thought process was as soon as i get in it's with these big survive, guys right it makes it tough to survive well well we're gonna do good work right we're gonna right. Do, you know everything's gonna go good and that's going to give me a referral for a bigger job down the road here uh that i can kind of now set my scale of what i want money wise that uh folks out there that's not how it works <laughs> you, <laughs> you end up uh you know uh took some really big hits um i had you know i had managed it on a pretty manageable scale i'd say until um let's see for so probably 2011 2012 2011 um you know we were maybe 2010, 2011, we'd have four or five jobs going on, some commercial, you know, maybe a big deck job, you know, maybe a, a repainting, you know, we, we painted Hotel Indigo in downtown Nashville in 2012, um, 13 floors, you know, the penthouse. I mean, it was pretty high scale stuff, at Absolutely. least from, from, from where I started to where, where that was. But um, you, you get to a point where... <clears throat> At first, it was all manageable because majority of my work was all residential, so I could get draws and things like that to accommodate. But, right. but what happened was, as I started growing more into that commercial world, and then if you miss fifty, seventy thousand on a bid on a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar bid, and you bid it for, you know, one sixty, and and then maybe you have some change orders that are. 25 grand and you still miss some of that so i mean it's easy to to miss 30 50 thousand dollars uh real quickly and if you're hungry you're aggressive you're thinking i'll work enough jobs to kind of level this out and like right. i said I was, my mindset was i'll do this on a referral basis so i might take a loss here but i'll make it up and uh that was definitely a place of pain for me that I that I started entering for sure. 
you know, at this point I'm running 10 guys, then I'm running 18, 19 guys. Payrolls are hitting 10,000, 12, 14,000 a week. Um, we're also, um, you know, at this point I'm, I'm on 30, 60 day net pays. So I might have 15 guys that are running, you know, just for the paint job that was, you know, I don't know, seven, eight, nine grand a week. And then I might have 45 days before they're paid, you know, and, and right. I was kind of always a uh, jump and then build the airplane on the way down kind of guy. <laughs> right. I don't advise that, but that's, well, you know what I do because it's gotten me, you know, to, to the position I'm in today, but. It, um, you know, it's not, it's not easy. Uh, the pains from that are not good. Um, the growth, um, definitely takes place. You, yeah. you either sink or swim, but you know, I'm not going to say it wasn't, um, uh, you know, there's definitely some points where, you know, you just put your head in your lap and you're just like, I give up or, you know, I'm not going to make it, you know, how am I going to even get out of this? How can I pay payroll Friday? Sometimes I'd have to you know, make payroll and then figure out how to borrow diaper money, mm. you know, after $10,000 and then go borrow a hundred bucks to try to stretch that for at the time, you know, I, I had, you know, a baby on the way and, and two kids and a woman and, and she's got a full-time job raising the kids. So, you know, it was, it was on me. And, and, uh, so the reason I'm sharing this is that that then created some debt, uh, you know, and, and that debt, I don't know, any entrepreneur out here that's that's transparent with you, that's, that's you know, took a chance in those type areas, know how quickly 100K in debt can happen. Right. And then, that, and then if, if, if you're in 100K debt and you spend, you could spend two years trying to swim out, but you might gain another 100, 125 during that time trying to recorrect the process. Like, I mean, it's just, it's a... Um, it's definitely, you know, a process. And uh, so I created, you know, some, some 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 pretty good amount of debt. I'd say, you know, close to three hundred fifty, four hundred thousand, um, not including my mortgage. And then um, I had a family member that was stepping in to help me out, and uh, she leveraged a property uh, for that. And then we were actually doing a loan. Um, and the refi, and there was actually just being raw and transparent. I had some family members that, um, you know, I told you my grandparents raised me, right? And, um, you know, of course they had three girls, and there was some discomfort in the family because I had to be raised by Granny and Papa, and there was always this problem with the fact that it seemed as if they did more toward my direction. And I, there's a reason for this, that they did more my direction versus some of the other grandkids, but I became their kid. So it's going to be different, um, you know, birthdays, Christmas, just different things. Now, it really did. It caused a lot of turmoil in my family. And, uh, and so in saying that about two and a half years before, uh, we did the refinance and pulled some money out, my granddad had passed away. Well, during that process, my grandmother, she just got kind of, 
Uh, she just, you know, she wanted to do the right thing. She didn't know, you know, something could happen to anybody at any time. And she thought right. the right decision was to go out. And she did a what's called a quick claim deed and put all three of her daughters on the deed. Well, she didn't tell me that. And the whole time we're working on sourcing money to kind of, you know, get this price at the time I had kind of started working with a guy on some consulting to try to actually show me how to get out of the place I was even in, you right. know, what, what processes it would take, what I needed to sacrifice financially, how I needed to, you know, budget, things like that. And it was important at that time. Um, so that being said, the title search comes back and the guy calls, he's like, Hey, uh, do you know, there's three other women that are on this deed and they got to sign for this loan. And I'm like, uh, no, nah, I didn't know that. <laughs> so I call right. my grandmother and, uh, we have a discussion and she's like, well, yeah, you know, I did do the quick claim deed. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, you have to tell everybody and they all have to sign, you know? So here I am, the person that unfortunately, has been a pain in the ass from my own actions through my teenage years, like I explained on the other podcast, uh, you know, and, and some of that was deserving as far as being upset. You know, why would you treat my mom this way, which is her mom, my grandmother and grandma, you know, like uh, just abusing um, the blessings that was in front of me. But I was a little too young to, to fully value and understand those. So I can understand some of that frustration. But, um, so anyways, we go, um, to, to, to title, to, to close that transaction. Well, uh, there wasn't full transparency from some directions uh -oh. and it was just, I'm pulling out some money and just meet me there. Well, when the family got there, there was, a person in particular that was really upset that my name was on these documents. Right. You know, this is a lifelong problem. You know what I mean? At this point. And, um, so there was, there was some, some, uh, some pretty upset behaviors. People wanted to walk away from the table. Da da da. Mm. And I'm just telling, I'm telling you this is how God works, man. And you know, it, it, um, the title lady, she didn't know me from Adam, but she she pretty much, you know, she called. I was getting texts from different family members. Such and such is not going to do this. They're, they're going to she's going to walk. Da, da, da. And I'm just like, well, whatever. I'm just going to leave it in God's hands. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. If it's not. It's right. Not. I mean, at that point. Yeah, man. And so the title lady calls and she's like, well, you know, da, da, da. She's like, I want you to know, you know, I went to bat for you. She's like, you know, what's your story? And she was interested because she was wondering why this little old lady was fighting so hard and believed right. in the person that another person in the family was very, uh, had a different mindset about, you know, and, and, it, you know, this is just me being very transparent, man. I'm just, just saying right. it out. So, so <clears throat> she asked me some questions. She told me, she told me some of the things she asked the family. She said, you know, da, 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 just straight up a few questions. And she said, the answers I got, she's like, you know, I mean, he's been building this far. He's came this far, you know, do you, do you continue to believe in that? I mean, obviously he's, he's, uh, you know, came this far for a reason, you know, he, he has things to show. 
I mean, at the time I had a $300,000 contract we were waiting to sign, actually was signed with um, uh, a new apartment complex here in Nashville. We were doing 3,000 square a hardy siding. Wow. And uh, that, that was one of the leverages to help with the loan. And then I had another hundred grand. So I had like $400,000 worth of work in front of me. I had just run out of money. You know what I mean? I got to the end of where I could go with the construction. It just, uh, it's just the way that business is a hard business. Right. Uh, I'll say that. And uh, so then, you know, that funds and she asked me, she's like, do you know anything about real estate? And, you know, obviously she knew the potential um, you know, she asked me some questions. I answered, she's like, wow, you got, you know, cause I, I had, at that time I had, um, you know, dream builder, which was the construction. I had creative lawn designs, which was the landscape. We did fencing. We did hardscapes, rock design, lighting, we irrigation. Um, we also, I started a small commercial and residential cleaning business that my mom nice. was running. Very I had cool. my mom running it, working with another. So you uh, did end, end up working with your mom eventually. Oh, absolutely. Cool. Absolutely, That's brother. cool. Yeah, man. You know, forgiveness is key. And, you know, I love her with everything I got. And, uh, you know, I mean, people are human. And I think I think love is the most impactful thing you can do to someone. I think if you if you love them, you know, uh, I seen your post yesterday and you said love, you know, unconditionally. And, and I think that's right. very important. You got to love yourself too you know that was the thing too is it's like you know with this internet and stuff it's we want people to like what we're doing i mean I, you don't write a song so that people hate it you right. know what i mean like right. from my perspective at least i mean i don't right. write music so somebody tells me it sucks i mean it's like you want people to feel good when they when they think about you long after you know i mean this could all all this dream could end tomorrow for me you know and it's like what are people gonna say right Right. And how did you impact them? What what did you do to, right. to, to just give a shit? You know what I mean? And that's part of the reason why I started doing this as a service was taking my production and, and not just using it in a selfish way, but using it in a way that can help Craig and that can help Corey and that can help Ty and that can help, you know, Tim Allred. We're going to be doing some stuff with him and we're going to be doing some stuff with Cody Creamer, my buddy. And it's like, this is a way that I can use my talents to help other people, uh, you know, grow. And yes, sir. It's just Sorry, amazing. Bro. So, no, you're good. So that's amazing that you guys were able to um, get that relationship built into the business as well. I think that's phenomenal. Yeah, I think, um, you know, forgiveness is, is highly important. I think that I wouldn't be nowhere near, you know, even the individual that I am today if I didn't, you know, function on that. I think right. that, uh, you know, hate and anger and things like that, they can really boil. And that was one of my main, uh, things that I kind of figured out when, you know, my, my late twenties there when, right. You know, things you just got really out, hard for you there for a while. It's just toxic. You know what I mean? And you, you really are just left with two choices. You, you forgive. And then, and then, you know, I felt like it was almost, um, it was almost healing to, you know, love someone that may have made those mistakes. Um, you know, it, it, maybe it, you know, I feel like even it helped her, it helped her understand that it, that for one, the past, of the past that we're done with that. 
And uh, the only reason that I ever share any of that and post and things like that is to just in case someone may be going through some of those things to know that really it's really flat out a choice and you can get on the other side of that. And, and that's that. Right. Um, you know what I mean? And yeah. And it's, it's dude. And I've dealt with a lot of that stuff recently too, especially recently where it's just like with the whole California thing, like we talk about, like I pushed so hard out there and it's just like, most of the people here in this like Dallas, Fort Worth, Metroplex area were the people that were supporting right. me the most. So I packed up my shit and, and, and this is where I am now because this is right. where it's going to work. Right. But, and I'm sure you had to let go of some frustration. Absolutely. Still working on it. Right. From making that transition, there were maybe some things said that maybe didn't pan out the way that you felt or interpreted. And, you know, it's resentment. And sometimes that can fuel us, but we just have to be careful not to chew on it all the time because right. it actually takes away from our ability to build. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, man. So just, just jumping back in, you know, it, it's, uh, you know, I had the, the three businesses going, we, we basically, I picked up most I ran the I did the creative lawn design all on its own as far as like website setup things like that but and I also had a a, a small I had a pretty much a, a bundle package through uh, YP at the time Yellow Pages they were like the go to um, and unfortunately you know they took a pretty big hit compared to used to getting the phone book uh, back like when I first started my second year man it was like a three four hundred dollar ad and I mean you could blow it up. It was the place to be, man, you know, but that was right when internet was transitioning the next year. I thought, okay, I'll double this. And that was a mistake because, uh, like internet started popping, people right. stopped opening the phone books and, and it, it, it was, but, uh, but to go back, um, most of the cleaning was like from the construction stuff. Like he, I just talked to the GC or whatever and say, Hey, we got a cleaning company. We can da da da. And, and then, I worked for uh, Instar, which is a company similar model to um, Surpro, except for more on the commercial level. And so we do fire and water damage restoration for them. We got a big call. And I was super proud of that. Like, it, it didn't pay me a bunch or nothing, but we got a call one night. It was like 7 o'clock, and uh, Jerry, the guy, the, the, the I guess the uh, account manager that we did the work for, he's like, hey, man, I got a a big problem at Centennial Hospital. It's one, you know, one of the five or six main hospitals here in Nashville. And he's like, any way you could get a cleaning crew together. And and I've got on my old business page for Neat Freaks, man. We got a big photo of like Neat I don't Freaks. Know, like, That's a cool name. We, yeah, and I, I think uh, I think we're still gonna be able to put some stuff together with that. And I'll exp yeah exp add that in here in just a minute. But uh, I thought so too, man. And we have a photo on the uh, page. You know, I got we just everybody like went on our Facebooks and we grabbed everybody we could. And we all, you know, I had shirts for the business. So we looked professional when we got there and, you know, insured liability, all that. And I think it was like, it was like 10 or 12 or maybe even 15 folks, man. And we were in there like cleaning up this big old construction area in the hospital. Cause they were complaining. It was a big, you know, you got respirators and things like that. And you can't have a bunch of dust and activity. No, from, not at and, all. And he needed us and we were able to show up and, it, it was just, you know, some, those moments make it worth it. 
for all the crap that I'm talking about, about borrowing money for diapers. Well, right. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, absolutely. It, totally. It's, uh, and uh, so, <clears throat> so when I met the the title lady, we uh, basically, she just asked me, you know, hey, do you know anything about real estate? You know, you seem like you, you, you work your butt off. You know, you're really trying to build something here. And, you know, majority of your family really believes in you. You know, they've seen where you started and where you're at now. And, they stand behind you and she's, and so we had some conversations. She asked me if I knew anything about, you know, wholesaling contracts or assigning contracts. And, uh, basically, um, we had about an hour conversation that day. And then I went and, and, uh, had to sign some documents. And a couple weeks later, I, you know, was still doing everything, uh, on the other three businesses, but I just thought, you know, there's something to that. You know, I, I believe in everything happens for a reason. So I called her back. Uh, we talked about another 30 minutes and I think within about two weeks from then, so probably four weeks from that day, the initial day we, we first met and I right. signed a doc. Um, I called her back and basically got contracts. Um, and I was very new in the business, but I got uh, contracts on two of the three properties. And I think within like 45 days we closed, I made like 16 grand and, you know, I thought I was rich because of course, in the construction world, you may have a hundred thousand dollar contract, and it's very easy to be to 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 walk away with. Uh, you know, it, it you can chew up some money. I mean, I'll, I'll give you some numbers. I mean, there's years right there at the end where uh, probably 20, 2012, 2013, I don't know. We may have did four, five, six hundred thousand gross, and I mean. When I put numbers to paper and really looked at what it cost and, and the losses that I took on taking those really big decisions, man, you know, I, I did good to, to make 50, 60 grand, mm -hmm. you know, and that's not saying much on a five, four, five, six hundred thousand dollar revenue. You know, you just you if you're running on all cylinders and you're doing the business right, and I'm not saying everybody goes through what I went through. It was my right. process. You should hit about, you know, 25 to 30% net uh, before taxes. And, but, you know, I was growing a lot and, and then I was having to grow to cover the losses. Right. If that makes sense. No, I get it. So and, you're trying uh, to do, you're trying to freaking make the same amount to cover the loss as you are to cover yourself. That's right. right. So, I get it. So, I had to double my workload, which then meant double my payroll. That's what I was going to say. Figure I mean, out where to pull the payroll from, and it just there's a lot of nuts on. and bolts that go along with all this. Yeah, you're probably getting some calls. Sorry, bro. <laughs> you're good. Sorry, I'm gonna I'm gonna order us a camera here soon, uh, so that you know we don't have that issue, brother. You're good. Um, and uh, you know, pretty much. I guess I've been in the business three, three and a half years. And people ask me, I, I didn't go to any, I was a, actually a corporate sponsor uh, because of a friend of mine uh, when, when I had the construction business of a local real estate investment group here. Mm -hmm. But I was just trying to pick up the construction work. I still, right. even, at that, even at that time, I was like, like I've told you before, real estate wasn't for a poor guy like me. It was for the suits and the ties. Uh, but maybe I can get some of their construction work. You right. know what I mean? That was I thought, unfortunately. And uh, and that was back in like 2008, 2009. And um, I was a corporate sponsor there, I don't know, two, three years. And then 
uh, you know, but I had no, no training, no, uh, like guru, no mentor. Right. I just, I just gritted it out and I asked a lot of questions and I just went in, man. And, um, you know, I finished out that big siding job. That was like fall of 15. Um, it, you know, we, we finished out some of the smaller scale stuff and, by the by the fall or winter or spring of 2016 I, I pretty much just phased it all out i just said look i've took on so much debt and i have got to figure this out like you know it's it, this is so painful at this point that even though i'm making money like you know i'm paying high interest credit cards you know you i might have twenty thousand dollars worth of material maxed out on four cards and then you know you're you're paying twenty twenty five thousand dollars a month in payments and that's not including payroll right but yeah. you're talking i mean we did an interview with quentin today and he was telling us he pays his camera guy to do youtube his youtube channel forty five thousand dollars a year and right. that's just that's an investment that he makes right and if you're ticking right and your business is good but what i i just Dude, I started at 19. I started from scratch. I made all the wrong decisions. But at least you've made the decision to do it. I mean, at least you were paying your guys. I mean, at least you were. It depends on which way you want to cut the pie here. I mean, you were trying to do things the right way by at least paying people. I mean, we like we talk about on some of those other pages I work with. I mean, we've roasted people for not paying. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and I'm not going to sit here and say, I mean, there was times where, you know, it might have been 30, 45 days before I could square them. Right. And it wasn't, I didn't have anything. It was just, when you grow up and you become a man, that's the difference, right? So just to clarify, there's a bunch of people, don't, don't ever hesitate to think it doesn't happen. There's a bunch of people that are in those groups that are quiet little mouses that just don't want to fess up. Here's the difference. When you become a man, you understand that every single decision you make impacts someone else. Right. All right. And so there's a point in a man's life where you make those bad decisions. Sorry. Oh, you're good. You got business coming in. <laughs> I'm going to send you this webcam once I uh, get the uh, SL2 going. And you can run the go. show from here. Well, I'll probably be, but that that's cool. I'll probably be ordering something here in the next day or so. Word. Um, so, but my point is, it's like, you're responsible for every decision you make. And yeah. so there was a point where, you know, it was a cost of doing business. You know, I'm trying to do the right thing. Da, da, da. Right. But there comes a day when you have to stare yourself in the face. And you have to literally say, I'm fucking up. Right. No matter what, I did, I made bad decisions. And it's either you change it right now, and at least at some day, you'll have that freedom that you're seeking. Or you can continue this bullshit pattern and believe that it's acceptable. Right. And, no, I, I, no, I think that's a great point is it's just like, you know, if you're going to make some mistakes, you're better off realizing what you did wrong right away and changing it. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's the best way I, to learn. Dude, I harp on it. 
and that's why. And I know some people think, well, he just he just posted that four days ago in a different way. It's because I'm trying to subliminally say, look, I know, because so many people are hiding it, and they're doing the same shit. Well, right. They're they're robbing from they're robbing from Peter to pay Paul, and their intentions are well, but you're hurting someone in right. the process, or you're hurting yourself a lot. And of times. you're and in, and and in a in a good person, they're hurting themselves and other people. Right. You know what I mean? Because they're killing theirself trying to figure it all out, but in the meantime. Those same decisions, no matter what, are hurting someone else. Right. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I just, I, I knew, you know, it was, it was, it was get on that grown man, or, or, you know, see, see where the rest of that ride went. Right. And um, so I just kind of hopped in full force into real estate. Like I said, no prior training. I probably, you know, I haven't really put math to it. You know, we're, we're, uh, I've probably done fifty plus transactions. Um, that's pretty strong, and uh, realistically, I've been serious in it for you know going on three years now. Nice. And um, you know we're 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 basically long term. Um, you know the wholesaling model. Um, I've got some stuff coming out as far as I'm working with a developer for an app uh, to add to the business model, as well as some private investment options. Nice. That we think is. Is pretty neat. I, I told you a little bit about that. Yeah, I think which sounded really, really, really cool. And that's an opportunity that you can draw people in that that don't really know anything about doing deals, but they can get some kickback if they're willing to invest. Um, then they're going to get that kickback, kind of like the Grant Cardone method or like the, um, you know, uh, Ty Lasseter is talking about this. I mean, he's trying to raise capital by, by using people to, to leverage into doing kickbacks on the deals. I mean, everybody's got their own way of doing things. Right. And see, that's why I'm going to be completely different because I don't want the money. I don't right. want anybody's money. And I don't want to, you know, share too much to, to, to burst that bubble. Well, but no. All I want is is the process. And and, and it'll be self-explainable when once it's there, but it's going to be so transparent. We I don't care if there's a hundred million dollars being utilized inside the application. I don't want access to any of it. Uh, we just want to be up to, you know, SEC regulations. Right. And we just want the activity. That's awesome. If that makes sense. No, I so totally get it. It's it's a product that we feel a hundred percent creates complete transparency. Yep. And it gives people an option to invest, you know, at a very small increment up to wherever and they realize that as a company, we're not actually uh, looking to benefit from the in, uh, from the gains of the investment. We just want to be able to be a platform to give people that that option. That ease well, of right, access. and the, and they think that long term, something like that is incredibly helpful to people who don't know anything about the back end of getting deals or the back end of funding deals or whatever. They just want to be a part of it and they want to get their money back. Plus a little bit more. We all yep. know now we're starting to all kind of learn that, you know, you're either investing your money in yourself or your money sitting in the bank, making no money, or you're putting it into some kind of investment that's kicking you back returns. That's and right. And then, and then the important thing we need to realize, or at least, it's it's super important to me, and I'm still learning, brother. You know, I'm I, I am soaking it all in. There's so many great minds, including guys like yourself on the production level, 
down to guys like Dan, you know, up north with, for the for the uh, notes and things like that, right. down to Ori, and he's doing stuff. And everyone you know, knows just, something different. Like, I'm good at this stuff, but, like, I, I we, we are still – we were talking this morning about conquering this whole YouTube thing and Google SEO, and, and that's all going to become right. a part of what we need to do to get people to view these shows. And so well, that's another thing I got to sit around all weekend and figure out. Well – I, that's why, man, I enjoyed it so much, y'all's podcast earlier, because I could see the transparency, and I was like, dude, I'm not in a better place at a better time. I think those guys, when we get this meetup here in Nashville, and we get the engagement going, and people realize what the value really is going right. to be there, we're going to get, like, I really, you know, Corey, like he said, he's like, yeah, man, I'm down to come to Nashville. I mean, it's an excellent market. We can get people that are in a small circle, you know, to where y'all are, you have investments here. Maybe I have investments there and we just really kick ass, dude. And we're all positioned well enough that I think the transparency is there. And now it's just a matter of, you know, stacking those, um, just keep repeating what we're doing now. Well, I think yeah, that's yeah all it dude, it's all about consistency from here on out. And again, you know I mean? uh, learning, learning a little bit more to get, the eyeballs that aren't on our pages. I think that if the successful thing and from a musical perspective is, you know, your friends are going to support your music and your stuff more than anybody else. But once right. you start to reach people that don't know who you are and those yep. people are starting to support you, then you're really starting to gain a fan base. Yep. And and it's yep. it's hard, right. dude. If if it was yeah. easy to do that, I'm telling you, I already would have like sold millions of records, and I would have found some way to make passive income and smoke joints on the beach in California. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something that that doesn't exist. Right. It doesn't exist. Yeah. Or I already well, would have done it. Nope, I get it, brother. But the thing is, is like I feel in my gut the positioning is lining up. Absolutely. You know what I mean? The relationships are there. It's Absolutely. a matter of just keeping on working on those things. And and I, I really believe with everything I am between the nonprofits um, and the things that, you know, that we're going to be able to do, it, it's going to impact a lot of people. And I think we're going to get a lot of results out of that. And that's that's going to make my whole damn process and all the stuff that me and you and right. even Corey and Q and Q talking about his car flooding out. And then he had his stuff on auto pay. And he yeah, didn't know it. that was and tough. Got to pay out of pocket. You know, all those things when, when we really, you know, and those guys, uh, I definitely feel like they're a little bit ahead of me as far as impacting folks, but it's really changing lives, dude. And so when we can do that, all that pain that we, you know, it's like, damn, it's relevant. Like, it, it is. And it's, it, it's, it's totally relevant. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, and most of these guys I talk to out here are pretty open about, you know, they've made a lot of mistakes. And so what uh, the best way for us to not make the same mistakes, Ty said this, in fact, Ty just joined, I was at his office and he's like, dude, I've made so many mistakes. And that's part of the reason why, you know, 
at my event, I want to talk to people about how to avoid those mistakes, how to not make the same mistakes I made so that so that you can increase your your volume of transactions and increase your your net worth and what you're doing, your bottom line or, or whatever term you want to use so that you can provide more opportunity for yourself, more opportunity for the people around you and more opportunity for our, our kids to grow up in a, in a, in a wonderful way. You that, know, and it's that, all of that as a whole is is what I personally call win. Absolutely. When, when, you, when you mix all that together and it's all said and done and you can look in the mirror and say, I remember when I shifted gears. Yeah. I remember when I wasn't accountable. I remember when, you know, I, I could have been better and things like that. And you just, you, you put all this, the, the emotions and the struggle and the trials and you put all that together and then you got some wins and, and then you start gaining that momentum and you see light. Um, it, it, it's a beautiful thing. man. It really and, is. And, and that's what makes guys like me and you and, and others want to share that message is because we, we, we were able to start seeing light on the end of that tunnel and right. saw it made, and made it further down. And absolutely. We just, just want to let people know there, there is it's real. so results. true. There is. And it's, it's, it's hard to see sometimes, man. Cause it's like, it's, it's work, work, work so often and, you know, grind, grind, grind. And, yep. you know, you see a lot of that on the internet too. It's like, it's popular to talk about how hard you grind and all this shit. But like at the end of the day, like you know, you're doing it for the reward. I mean, no one wants to talk about that, but like, yeah, you got to love the process you, and right. you got to learn what processes work the best because efficiency, efficiency is eventually a factor. You can grind and hustle and freaking, you know, torque and all this, use all your bandwidth, whatever term, but if you're not being efficient, it That's doesn't, right. it doesn't really matter how many hours you put in. If the time you're putting in isn't efficient, then it, what are you doing? And, and so that, that's where, that's where getting around the right network and the right people is huge. Huge. And then that's when you realize all the lessons and what they were for. And it was to teach you those strategics right? so that you know how to make one solid footstep at a time mm -hmm. and you're actually making progress and and that's when the game gets fun uh that's when you start seeing people post you know once you love what you do it's not work and and it's really kind of true because all those efforts uh start to pan out and like you said we we, we do do it because we want our families Obviously, yeah, I mean, there's nothing the, the, wrong with wanting rewards. I mean, it's right, well, there's just nothing wrong with that, in my opinion. What's right, the reward? Just, like people like Grant Cardone, the reward is is financial freedom, so he can fly all over the world in his plane and do whatever the uh, speak and and increase and get more people into Cardone Capital or whatever. Like we talked about, to him, that's his reward. Right, and 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 you, you got guys like Dave and. Dave Hill, you know, state storage, no matter what, you got to respect what he's doing. Oh, he's awesome. He, 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 and he's really humble on the phone. He is. Uh, uh, you know, his posts are fun. You know, he, he dude, gets he's a great guy. He, he hired me to do a song for state storage. <laughs> like the dude is, he's totally legit. I mean, it's just he, like. He, he's, he's building something big. And, he is. you know, 
he's he's not going anywhere anytime soon. Same with Jamie Waite. You can't ever respect those guys. Also. And it's just like we've put ourselves in a network with those people because when we get on our phones, what are we looking at in the, in the morning or what are we looking at at night? It's well, I want to wake up and, and look at something that's positive that's going to yep. help me go to the next level. And yep. and it's it's hard. We want everybody to like what we're doing and we want to like – make an impact and you know, I want everybody to enjoy the songs and this and that, but like, you know, at the end of the day, if, if we're able to provide enough value for the people around us, then, then we're good. And then again, that's, that's right. That's, that's, that, that's what it's all about. It's like, you know, and I think that's where Dave was come. That's why I mentioned his name. Because he Easy. wants to show people that, like, looks, listen, I mean, he didn't just do this overnight. I mean, they're constantly doing deals, but he also rewards himself with, you know, a nice flight with his daughter or a nice dinner with his girlfriend or, you know what I mean? She just launched some, uh, a, like, an oil-infused, uh, uh, like, frequency oil kind of stuff, and it's blowing up, dude. And, I mean, right. all of that as a result. I'm sure she's had her struggles, too. Absolutely. I'm well, sure but, that idea didn't happen overnight. Well, but the reason I'm, I'm mentioning it, so to me, absolutely, it doesn't happen overnight. And sometimes those, hey, when you when you pay enough dues and you lay enough pavement down, right? You know, um, that gives us the freeing ability to be very creative. And uh, in that creativity, you know, sometimes there's some 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 very um, you know, quick takeoffs, yeah. you know, that does happen. Yeah. And, but it's, it's all about, you know, digging that rock out and then, and then you got to bring the field dirt in and then you, you know, da, da, da. And you got to get all your silk fence up and all this, but then eventually you got some asphalt or concrete down and you got a bunch of road that people can walk or drive on. Right. And you, they're like, wow, man, boy, you really, um, you paved, paved the way. And it's just like, in, in what area are we going to pave the way? And that's why this podcast kind of jumps all over. It's about us, but it's also about, you know, who we follow and who we're trying to um, take um, strengths from and apply to our game. And it's like most of the people that we talk about are doing big things, dude. And it's Absolutely. like they're all in our personal network. If you hear somebody's name, you can message these people. Yep. Um, and, and pick their brains. I'm sure that a lot of these people probably get a shitload of messages anyway, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't be following these people and what they're doing because the whole goal of this podcast is to eventually, you know, have some of those people as guests and to grow with those people grow, um, not only our personal, uh, selves, but you know, our business selves as well. I mean, I, I know that when I, I never even did. Uh, a, like a live podcast like this ever. I was using these kinds of softwares to broadcast my music shows in the corner of the bar. You know what I mean? Getting stoned on a Sunday in California because I thought that that was the end all be all for my career was if I can pay the bills in California and freaking smoke some weed and marry Megan, then I made it. And, and after I made it in that capacity, I was like, well, what's the next thing? Well, I want to, I want to play 10 X growth con the biggest business conference in the world. So I need to start writing these songs. And and so then I moved there, then I moved there and it got to a point where I outgrew that California hang out at the beach and get drunk mentality. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, if I were younger 
I would if if you're 21 years old and you're watching this, go out to California and smoke some fucking weed and get drunk for a year and get it out of your system early. There's nothing wrong with that if that's <laughs> what you want to do. Don't do it. But don't do it. But here's the don't deal. Here's the deal. Get your man. business right. Get your business right. Get your life right. Get your mind right. Then if you want to play, that's up to you and that's between you. But if you spend your time getting your mind right first. You're not going to want to make some of those decisions. That, that, that was what path. I was going to say next. Is that, <laughs> and I love you, Pat. No, is that you that, won't make those same decisions because you understand the weight and the impact mentally. Right. And my point by saying that was you can either do it now or right. you can just not do it because it's not going anywhere. That right. that life that right. I described isn't going anywhere. And I outgrew right. it. I outgrew it. Those, right. and, and again, this might come off as insulting, but it's true. Um, you know, uh, it's just like a lot of the people that I met out there will live that same lifestyle forever because yeah. that's the mode that they're in and they're not going to leave that mode. They're happy in that mode. I'm not. Right. I accomplished right. it. I did it. I paid the bills in California for a long time doing that. And it got to a point where that wasn't what I wanted anymore. Right. And most of the people that are doing big things in the areas that I want to do big things are here in this Texas, Dallas, Metroplex area. And so I packed up my shit and I moved here. And, you yep. know, now I'm working with people that are doing million dollar hedge funds and people that are doing, you know, you're doing real estate in Nashville. You know, we've got, you know, events that are going to be all over Texas. It's just is awesome. I was flying back and forth from Texas anyway. Yep. So yep, my point is, if you've got a, a, a YouTube skateboard dream or whatever, there's nothing wrong with chasing that, but allocate time for that. This is what I was what I was really going to get at. Allocate yeah. time for that every week and go 100% for that five hours. I tell my daughter, that dude, I preach it. You know Especially what I mean? 15-year-old, and I didn't mean to interrupt, but no, you're good. I tell her always, there, there's people that are born with talent. But there's there way are. more people that are born without the talent, but they're the hardest working person in whatever arena or whatever area it is that they want to accomplish. And they made it anyway. And they become the best. Right. You know what I mean? I said it's more important than to have great, like, let's say she wants to play football, NFL, and just say she could and she's a girl, whatever, right. who cares? And I told her, I said, you might have a legend, but he might practice three days a week, whatever. But if you practice seven days a week consistently, every day, allocate that time, you're going to eventually beat or at least be the best because you put in the work. And, and really that that's all anything takes, man. You know, you just got to be willing to go through some crap, Step in some stuff and have to clean your shoes off the time or well, two. And you that was, drop. again, what I was getting at, too. I love it because it's like I said, it's like that goal of, you know, let's move out and, you know, get stoned and surf all day. Eventually, that won't make you happy because right. it's relative. Eventually, right. the real world struggle will catch up to that. And you're going to yes. have to compensate for the time that you wasted uh, on the waves. It's just the way that's it right. is. So you're going to have to figure out how to bring value 
and how to make money and support yourself or you're not going to be able to allocate that time anymore. And that's part of the reason why I said what I said, because I learned that the hard way too. You know, I was just all about doing this and that and singing songs and, and, and doing the bar scene. And I had done that since I was like 15. But once it got to a point where I had to support a family and I looked at the numbers, I was like, well, you better start offering something else because there's always going to be some kid that's willing to just smoke out in the corner and play for a hundred bucks. Yeah. It's super important for young folks. I really believe this wholeheartedly get your foundation in place, work hard, you know, get some, get some actual rituals, some routines, uh, inject some, follow some of these people we talk about, you know, whatever it is, but just get that foundation in place. I think that's so crucial for all of us. Just like me, I jumped out, I started a business, and part of the reason I was able to bury myself as far as I even did was because I, w- I was profitable in some cases. I wasn't right. at least making money. I just made really bad decisions. You know what I mean? And you mix that with just the, you know, it's just chaos. Just just make good decisions, lock yourself into a routine and some right. good habits, and, and just keep correct. Allocate time for that goof-off stuff, but don't don't focus on that as your main thing because right. the, the goof know off stuff, mean. right. The goof off stuff, eventually the thrill of that fades. Yeah, of course it does. Because and, and, and there's this, it's so much better to be grown and have a drink, uh, you know, with, with some friends and, 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 and you're, you're level headed, you know, you got, you got your finances in place, you know, and you're just, you're just get talking your business about straight first, man. And I mean, my yeah. sisters went to school and, became nurses and physical therapists and stuff like that. And I mean, I think that they have had more of a stable um, situation when it comes to, um, you know, work life than I have because but that does, that doesn't mean necessarily that on the other side of things, right. all those lessons you learn through some of the mistakes won't be more valuable. No, and they might be. But I think, again, there is there is something to be said for, you know, going, going to school and being a nurse or something like that. Right, right. Going I, I to school discredit. and being an attorney. I, I, don't, I don't discredit that. I just, Everybody I, needs I, a I lawyer sometimes. <laughs> I, I definitely urge caution on just jumping into That's school. That's what I mean. And, it's just, you know what I mean? Think about they're, they're, anything. Write down the pros and cons. This is little stuff that they teach you as a kid that we don't really think about sometimes as adults. And it's like right. the real world will fucking punish you for making Absolutely. mistakes. That's Absolutely. what I'm really getting at. Go, go, go out there and think it's all good and, and do it. And I'm going to tell you something, um, you know, it, that you still, yeah, like somebody just comment, do what you love and the money will follow. That's true. For for me, usually I'm able to skate through, um, even through the hard years. But I think that there has to be a plan, too, is what I'm getting at. You can't show up with no plan and expect to win. What's the old, like, well, Shun or- Tzu, the Art of War quote, or whatever, like the greatest Chinese general or whatever? He's like, dude, I won the fight before I even showed up on the battlefield every single time. Right. That's like the oldest right. quote. I don't I, think I that's exactly it. what it is, but if you have a plan, you're way better off than just showing up. Yeah, absolutely. I personally think it's, it's a, it's a mixture 
and it's supposed to be that way. Um, and I think everybody's kind of uh, their life mixture is different ingredients, and it's it's built that way on purpose. Everyone has their own steps to how they're going to get to exactly where they're planned to go, um, you know. And just but just be conscious, be aware, right? You know, hey, try to to think high, you know, highly of yourself. Uh, count yourself uh, worthy, and um, you know, just seek uh, you know peace and some happiness. And if you got a good big financial plan, you know, I'm all about some mentors, but know that um, at the same time, there's a ton of value that comes from those self failures. Right. Because someone commented and put Thomas Edison knew a thousand ways how not to make a light bulb. (laughs) That's right. That's right. So it's like, it's like I could have somebody show me how to make a million bucks, uh, you know, like in 30 days and I might make 12 million bucks. You know, you got to implement, you still got to do the work, right? Well, well, gross tax, but then who am I on the inside? Would I be a guy that is sitting here now? You know, would I value, you know, the success of that financial game the right way? Would, Would I, would I utilize it the right way or would I run myself dead? You know, so, you know, it's just something to think about. No, you know, I don't think any of us have all the answers. But I just think that for sure that Pat, including you, I, I feel like, you know, 100% we're in the right direction. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. You know, I, I just enjoy building alongside you. And, you know, I, I feel like personally, man, just just face your everybody face your fears and, and just go for it, man. And just, do it. You know and, what I mean? And just, a lot of people talk about the whole, you know, make your money first and chase your passion later. And I, I mean... It depends on the person. Like I, I didn't do it that way. And I can tell you that like there's there's a lot of people in this world. We talked about this too. There's a lot of millionaires out there. There's but there's there's only so many people who can say that they like spoke at the biggest business event on the planet. You know, That's there's right. there's a lot of people who are click funnels, ten million sale click funnels people. Right. I, I I would challenge those people to comment and tell me how many times they've sang an intro for the CEO of that that's company. Right. That's right. That's I, right. See, I, that, I don't know anybody else who's ever done it. And that's what I mean by So it depends I on think, what your goals are. I think everybody's mixture is a little different and that's a good thing. And it creates uh, a lot of versatility, which I think it keeps society in a good place. I think that that's a healthy place to be. I learned from you. I hope that you learned from me and um, likewise from everybody else. And just to circle back around, I just wanted to finish that out. Like Dave Hill, he's big on like quit chasing the trinkets. It's because he, it, it seems as if he's like knocking anybody that that has a Lamborghini or this or that, and I know him decent enough through through conversation on the phone. That that that's not his motive. What he's trying to do is he's trying to catch those uh, smaller guys that don't have it together yet. That are trying to look like they do. There's no point right. in wasting well, your well, money trying to look bad and well, big and bad if you're yeah, not. Yeah, he doesn't want. He wants to stop them from screwing themselves financially and right. getting in a ton of debt before they learn good financial and behavioral habits to then have the balance to financially eventually, you know, possibly reward yourself with something like that. 
which my goals are Bugatti. You know what I mean? So y'all can have the Lambos. I'm going, <laughs> I'm going 15 million or bigger. Oh I'm man. Sorry. I'm always happy with a Honda Civic. <laughs> hey, oh, I'm, I'm proud of my, my Ford truck, brother. There and you I go. Drove a Mustang with rust on the side and backfires to the point where if there's people walking down the street, it scares the shit out of them because they think there's somebody shooting guns. That's so <laughs> funny. But yeah, again, back to your background. I mean, it's crazy from the first episode of you talking about your background to now, seeing where you've taken your life is, is absolutely fucking incredible. So um, if you guys haven't watched the part one, go back and watch it. Um, I mean, Craig's been through some shit, dude. I mean, I, I, I grew up different than you did. I just did. I mean, my parents, we went to church every week. They've been married forever. I went to like private Catholic high school at CBC in St. Louis, which is like, you know, like a prestigious high school. And I mean, it's, you know, went to, you know, a, a audio production school in Arizona and got a job with this corporate audio company in Vegas. And I mean, it was like, it wasn't like easy. Um, but you know, I had a lot of opportunities because, um, you know, my parents were different than yours, plain and simple. And that's yes, not a diss. It's just, no, this, is what, this is just what we're talking about in, in reality. And it's just like, dude, you never really know what somebody's dealt with or what somebody's dealing with. This is something I've learned recently, too. It, it, so, you know, it's, it's easier to just focus on your shit and be the best you can be. And, and, and don't worry about, you know, what everybody else is saying or doing, because it's, you can't fucking control it. You That's can't. Right. We, we all got struggles. And, and one thing I've learned is to just, you know, like you said, it's, I think just, ha just being in the vibe of just genuinely good people that are just out here trying to provide that in itself speaks volumes for our mindsets Right. And what we think of things in life in general. And I think that's super important is that we just, you know, self-evaluate our circles. And absolutely. And that's not to mean that, that people aren't going to make, make mistakes and this and that. Sure that overall, like like me and you, 99.999% of any conversation we've ever had has been positive. Absolutely. Of course, we're human. Of course, we vent on frustrations well, or things yeah, like that. I but. You just want to be around folks that are genuinely just good people that are helping you be a better person. And in the end that you're winning all day long. Absolutely. And the other lesson is, you know, again, I highly encourage everyone to go back and watch part one. It's on the Craig Jackson page. And, and, and one of the iTunes. lessons. Yeah. And one iTunes. of the lessons, uh, one of the lessons from that is you might see somebody that's kind of fucked up in their teenage years you might see somebody that's kind of fucked up in their college years. And then 10 years down the line, you know, that person's fucking paying your rent. So that was what I was getting back to. Be careful, you know, judging somebody too early or judging somebody too soon, you know, because, you know, somebody that you think is a knucklehead or a piece of shit or worthless or or a druggie or a loser or this and that, there is always time for somebody to clean up their shit and become uh, a, a transition into a winning phase. Um, so, you know, again, it's like, dude, I slept on people's floors for years and years and years and years just because my parents had their, you know, shit together and I went to this great school and this and all that. You know, when I came back, 
home after working that corporate audio job and asked daddy to, uh, you know, support my music dream and I had quit the job. Guess what, dude? Go figure that shit out on your own, big dog. Yep. You want to be a big, bad rock star? Yep. You know, go sleep on some fucking floors for a while and come back and tell me how easy it is. And I'm going to tell you something. That was probably the best. That was when I became an entrepreneur. Yep. Was when he said, yep. nope, I'm not buying you the MacBook Pro. I'm not buying you this. I'm not buying you the Taylor guitar. I'm not paying for it, dude. I paid for you to go get the job, but you left. So now you figure this out. When it hurts the most is when we learn the most. That was probably the the breaking point to like, oh, well, shit. You know, you're going to have to get really good really fast. Yep. If this is what you really want to do. Because there's no turning back now. That was kind of my play in real estate. Like, I knew that each transaction could net, you know, very good sums of money based on what my past experience was with different businesses. And so it was like I was all in, brother. And just every second that I, you know what I mean, within reason and just, you know, that you're right. You know, it, it, it like puts that pressure and you're just like, I'm not stopping until I fix this. Right. I'm not stopping until I reach my goal. I'm not stopping until I, you know, make this, you know, exactly the vision that I have. You know right. what I mean? And it's and like, that's you when the way, realness. You had way tougher odds than I did. I mean, I had, you know, uh, you know, people that I could call, you know, I mean, I remember I like lived at my cousin's house for a while. She was Megan's best friend. It's like, you know, I had some, some easy outs that I used along the way, but right. that doesn't mean that it was easy. Right. You know, no, I get it. By any means. Um, so yeah, guys, check out part one. Um, this episode will be up on iTunes probably tonight. And then, um, make sure to subscribe on there too. You guys subscribe on iTunes on the Apple podcast app. Uh, we got a ton of stuff coming. We've got some interviews lined up with some people. I know that my buddy, Dave Daly, the monster motivator, I was talking to him. He's a great guest. Um, he's, and you were talking about your buddy with rehabbing the streets that wants to come on. Um, and you know, I've reached out to a bunch of other people that'll definitely hop on. I'm sure Corey will hop on. Um, sure that this will blossom into something that we want our community to be a part of this show. That's the cool thing about this is that absolutely. And it was Trent would spread the positive on the podcast last week. Trent. And yeah, man, I, hell, I've got 10 folks that are like, yeah, let's go. You know, it's just timing and making sure everybody's schedule lines up, but, and just, uh, you know, it's also on Spotify because I don't believe, you know, that's the only access, uh, for Android users. So, right. um, you know, just check us out, give, you know, give us some love and, uh, hopefully, you know, we, we gave you some good value here. Absolutely. And again, please, please, please go watch that, uh, that part one to this with Craig talking about, you know, growing up in Nashville, I'm telling you, it's, it's mind blowing what Craig's been able to accomplish since, since growing up in that situation, it's fucking unbelievable. So you guys go check it out. I can do anything. Just so you know, it's beautiful. So hit us up. Um, if, if you're interested in coming on, I mean, dude, just shoot one of us a message and let's, you know, chat about when we can do that. We're going to do these. I mean, who knows? We might do them two, two days a week you know, moving forward. I don't know. We're going to try and do as many as we possibly can. So 
Uh, Craig's got an event coming up. He's got an app that he's going to be releasing. He's got a book that he's working on. So big things are happening, guys. Always a pleasure to be a part and, and help my own personal growth being a part of these shows. So um, check us out next time. I'm going to try and post an event for everybody to uh, be a part of the next broadcast. So um, we'll get on that as we log off, and uh, we'll see you guys soon.